Oh, ho, 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 baby. It's week four, and we got a good one. Of course, we are the DFS Army Fantasy Football Show. We are talking everything about your season-long fantasy football lineups. I'm joined, of course, by my guy, Brandon Adam. I'm Flex Shane. And today, once again, joining us on the show, we got a very, very special guest from Jock Market, Trone. What's going on, brother? Shane, how we doing? Doing great. Man. We, uh, we avoided dance class to be here today, so. <laughs> yeah, we're doing, we are. Uh, we move mountains for you to be here this morning, so we we greatly appreciate it. And so before the show, we're talking about jock market. And for anybody who participates in fantasy football and they participate in the real life market, something like jock market is absolutely mm. just for me. I'm just ex- extremely intrigued. And so some of the players that we were talking about, of course, were guys like Keenan Allen, Devon A. Chan, those types of players. Patron, I can muddle off anything about jock market but of course if you guys are going to go go to jockmarket.com of course that is j o c k m k t.com make sure if you're there you use promo code dfs army to get a promo off on the website patron tell me about jock market brother like for people who love dfs sports love fantasy sports why should we go to jock market uh, the, i think the first thing is that it is. I mean, I, I may be biased, but I've seen the data. It's the easiest money to make in DFS. Mm, and, I like that. You know, and, and especially from a standpoint of look, I, I think most people when they go play DFS, they're not expecting to win a million dollars, but they'd love to make. You know, they'd love to double up. They'd love to make fifty percent. They love to even twenty percent, right? Even just to live to see another day. And I, I you know jock jock market. The, the awesome thing about it is that you know it really does function just like you know, the actual markets, you know, just the, the main difference is you have a defined timeline and there's, you know, there, there, there's a, there's a defined range of, of, of valuation, but you know, you can, you know, the thing I love about it is you can go in and say, there's really only one player that you think is, is, you know, you have a ton of conviction about, mm-hmm. you can only invest, you only have to invest in one player you could, or you exactly. can buy a share of every player on the slate and you can go long or short on anybody too. So if you think a guy is way overpriced, uh, I think a good example is I think Jameis Winston is ranked 20th overall in our market this week. <laughs> what? Jeez. So that to me seems like an easy short, right? I mean, you know, I could pull up some of the guys that he's that that, that he's um that he's valued around, and you would probably agree with me. I'm going to do it right now. So Jameis Winston, where is Jameis Winston? So he's he's priced right you know right around guys like Dak Prescott, AJ Brown, Kyron Williams, Matthew Stafford, like easy short for me. Right. Yeah. So, you know, and that's, you know, so there's there, it gives you really full flexibility. There's no lineup, you know, restrictions or or requirements that you have to fill out like on other sites. You know, it's really just a pure portfolio aspect to it. You jump in, you start trading, you know, you can, and and that's the other beauty of it too, is that nothing ever locks until the games are all, until the games are over. So you have the ability, like if you invest in a player and it's not going the way that you thought, you have, you know, you have the ability at any time to get out of that position or to double down on that position. So it's really you have the full, you really have the full control throughout the entirety of a game, entirety of a slate, which I, you know, I, I think allows you to to not just sit there and want to delete the app for six hours when it doesn't go well, or vice yeah. versa. You know, you can really kind of, you know, wow, I'm I'm right about a lot. Like, let me keep buying some shares before it really gets, um, you know, really gets priced up. So. That that's part of it, and then of course we have you know similar to just about every other site we have we have the pick'em stuff too. So if you want to do props and parlays, you know we have that. 
you know, very similar and uh, conceptually to Prize Picks, Underdog, all those sites. So we have both, um, you know, and, and which you know, gives, gives you, you know, kind of more avenues and more more games to play. So if I'm a new user, I'm going to your website. I'm using code DFS Army. Yep. Then I look at a player and I see evaluation. Say a player is valid at thirteen dollars at the start of the slate. How does that value go up and how does that value go down? It's all based on fantasy points scored. So we use basically standard PPR, uh, four point passing touchdown scoring. So, um, you know, and, and that's basically it. And, and, and the way the valuations work, it, it works on a $25 to $1 scale. So whoever wins, so for the Sunday main slate, for example, whoever scores the most fantasy points, you know, if you're holding shares of that player, they're worth $25 a share, regardless of what you bought it for. And eventually it goes all the way down. You know, I think in our market here, once you get down to, you know, I want to say like the 80, 80th ranked range is when everybody is worth just a dollar, which is kind of nice because even if you're totally wrong about everything, you end up with, you know, all the shares being worth a dollar. So you don't have to, you know, it's not worth it. You'll, you'll never zero out, um, you know, but, but so basically, you know, like right now, Josh Allen is the, you know, high, he has the highest suggested price of any player on the slate at $9 and 44 cents. Okay. So, you know, and, and and typically before the game start, that's about what you'll see the quarterbacks being around ten dollars. Uh, you know, the quarterbacks Christian McCaffrey and Justin Jefferson, basically. Um, you know, with, with with a couple other guys in there, but yeah, then so you know, and, and as the games go, you know, like are the the projections uh, are 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 basically tied to, or the suggested prices are tied to what they're projected to do for the rest of the game, and that's updating constantly in real time. Oh, so if you just love like the hot hand, and so you can buy and sell trade players yeah. the entire game, you get some action. Listen, like we set our DFS lineups and that's it. We're sitting there, we're waiting, we're sweating, we're setting our fantasy football lineups, we're sitting there sweating. But you want some real time. And listen, I got I know some degenerates. We're degenerates <laughs> in our own way. But yeah, yeah, Brandon, yeah. Brandon Adam over there, my guy, he's a freaking degen. So for well, those I think of you, like a good example last week, last Monday night was Jamar Chase, right? Started off mm-hmm. real slow. So that so his price is going to you know so he obviously started off as a very high price player. Um, value starts to dip as the game goes along because you know it, went, it was a while before he had his first catch, and then it was just boom, 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 boom. And if you look at the stock chart, it basically went like this. So um, yeah, it's it, it's well, pretty you know so like you can and and you can get in and out of positions like you know I think like the Eagles game for example, uh, mm-hmm. the last one where where Alameda Zacchaeus caught that mm-hmm. touchdown like his price is going to jump up but he's probably not going to do anything for the rest of the game right so short him right after that touchdown and you know so there's you know you can make and, you know and you don't have to go from like you know like 25 dollars a share you can make your two dollar margins here or there pretty easily and there's a lot of flexibility to do that because i mean there's profit to be made on literally every single player you just have to be on the right side long or short so so literally while you're just talking i downloaded everything set it up set my, set my account up I'm officially on jock market. Love so it. Let's, uh, love it. Let's, let's go. Let's try and make some let's money. And I'll, I'll, be, I love, I'll be ready for I all the questions like the as fact the games go on, on Sunday. I like the yeah, fact exactly. that I can make money by shorting players. I yeah. Mean, that is a, a space where you can kind of – that that's easy to identify a little yep. bit. We um, have one of, our, most- one of our whales started out, I think, with a $20 deposit and a $20 match. And he's won over, I mean, 50,000, 60,000 at this point. Last, I, last time I talked to him, that was months ago. So he's maybe higher than that now. Yeah. Uh, but, but all he does is just, you know, like he, he'll, he'll set like, you know, the basically like scale targets. And like every time, I, every time something goes up or down $2, he's going to reassess. And, 
and his goal isn't to make like, you know, 500% on a player. It's like, give me 30% consistently. Right. Take what's there. And move on. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's basically the same as like what you see a lot of these guys do with like plus EV betting and, and, and arbitraging that cool. way where Very good. You know, it's just incremental gains. And that, and that's why I say it's the easiest money to make in, in DFS because it's, you know, it's very, it's, it's a lot easier to make those 20%. Yeah. And listen, like one of the most depressing bets that you can make is betting the under in any, in any game. Right. But when you're shorting a player, that's, that's awesome. a fun because that's that's a fun easy way quickly to make a little bit of cash. So I, I love yeah. that. We got some uh, we got some start sick questions. Uh, Bali, we're gonna get to those start sick questions, but we just want to yeah. introduce the show here real quick, okay? Because jockmarket.com, go check it out. We really appreciate you jumping on the show, Trone. Today we're gonna talk some of our heroes and zeros for the season. So this is gonna be like a rapid fire type thing where through three weeks, I I may may have thrown in a few players from the Detroit uh, Green Bay game on Thursday night because that's how I roll. But some players, outlook for the rest of the season. Are we talking heroes? Are we talking zeros? A.K.A. are we buying or selling these types of players, okay. right? Then, of course, of course, don't worry, Michael Yeager. We got ourselves some trash plays coming. And trust me, <laughs> when Trump was telling me the players he wants to talk about today, baby, we got yeah, some he's going trash. Deep. Love yeah, that trash. smell. Love get that a smell. little filthy with it. Yeah, yeah but let, let's have you listen. Before we get into it, guys, let, let's hammer out. Let, let's hook our, our guy Bali up real quick here with some of his start sit decisions. We got Gabriel Davis and DJ Moore this week. Gabriel Davis, of course, is going to be playing in that high score Miami at Buffalo game at 53.5 over under. DJ Moore, it's not going to be so bad, but I, I think we got to avoid DJ Moore at this point, right? Like we're going Gabriel Davis here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah, DJ Moore it. is gonna he's gonna get chased around by Pat Sertan all day. No thanks. Yeah, yeah, DJ Moore every single time of the week. It this is setting up actually quite nice for DJ Moore. Uh, or, like DJ actually, Moore. Uh, sorry, Gabe Davis this week. Go D- Gabe Davis this week. Setting up quite. Yeah. Nice, so. At so, this point, man, it's Gabe just Davis. it's depressing, and I'm not sure I'm quite willing to accept. Sad. That. Sad no. what's happening to DJ Moore career. Unfortunately, when we're going to be talking about Justin Fields a little bit later here. Okay, so then we got another, uh, I, I call this a sex appeal type question. We got Joshua Kelly because, unfortunately, Austin Eckler's not looking like he's going to play. Or Devon Achan, who just absolutely lit the fantasy world on fire. Yes. I, th- I think, I mean, we were talking about this before the show started. Like, is Achan, he's not quite an every week starter. But at this stage, like, yeah, the toothpaste is out of the tooth yeah. or out of the tube, man. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent agree. High scoring yeah. flying game. I, I think Raheem Mostert's going to be the one struggling a little bit in this game. Uh, I think a Chan can actually make some room and space and be able to get through that tough Buffalo defense. I actually like how it sets up for him versus Mostert this week. Do you think that that's just like a troll? That he comes out finally and says, "Listen, guys, like it's not a chain. It's a badass sounding name. Let's just go a chain. Like that's Dude, a troll, it, right? I would have been rolling a chain this whole time. I don't care if you're mispronouncing it or not. That's so much better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then because we love our track who plays, do you guys prefer Tutu Atwell or Elijah Moore? Tutu. Deshaun Watson right now, he's dealing with the right shoulder injury on his throwing arm. It sounds like he's yeah. probably going to play, although I've heard some some mixed signals on that. We're, we're not going to know. He can get pulled early in the game if he looks bad, guys. Like, he can get pulled. Like, And I think Marlon back. Humphrey's back this week. Is that right? I think Marlon Humphrey's yes. going to be back this week. Yeah, so. Sure, yeah. No, thanks. Just in general, man, like, Cleveland's defense is playing so well that do we really – 
trust that they're going to have to score a lot of points. Elijah Morris, two hit or miss, go two two out well. Two two out well was actually one of my flex plays this week, so I'm 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 all in. Stick stick to it. Uh, let's let's go two two and get yourself a hundred yard game. All right, let's do it, baby. Okay, guys. Before we get into our flex plays of the week, we got to talk about some of our heroes versus zeros. So this is going to be a rapid fire show. So it's going to be we're going to say the player. I'm going to maybe give a little bit of an explanation, and then we're just going to go boom, boom, boom. The three of us, hero, zero, are they going to continue? Okay. So let's start with our heroes because Mike Dickens is not on the show. Yeah, we it's more fun. <laughs> let's talk about – we actually like to have fun on this show. So, Tron, <laughs> we're going to throw it to you here. Okay. We got some hero quarterback positions. Jordan Love, he's a hero. He hasn't scored less than 20 points, including week four. Is he a hero for the rest of the season? I'm not sold. I'm not sold. Um, I'll give you one thing that, that's really concerning me. Uh, his clean pocket completion percentage is 33rd in the NFL. Yikes! And it's it's 57.6%. And a guy we're going to talk about next, uh, I'll give you the difference because he's he's first in the NFL, and it's it's huge. So I, th- I think the narrative on, on regression coming for Jordan Love is real. Probably going to be a similar ride to like a Daniel Jones type, I think, rest of the season. Mm. So so where would you put him? Like, if you've got him in your single quarterback leagues, is he an every week starter at this point, or is it still a streamer? See who's on who's available. I think he's like a really like probably top end of the of the range of streamers for me. But as at, I will say this though, there is some glimmer of hope because that offense hasn't been whole. So I think the whole vision of what they are thinking love could be for their offense isn't even for which hasn't even materialized yet. Because a Watson's been out. Um, Aaron Jones has been out. Aaron Jones barely got used this week. I was actually super surprised that they activated him and didn't use him and lean on him. So that was a mistake by Green Bay not to, to lean on that guy if they if he, if he truly was available. Um, so I have a little bit more hope because mm-hmm. of an explosive player like Watson being added to that offense. And Dubs is Dub is just a volume guy, man, and he makes good catches. So I, I don't know. I'm not done. I'm not giving up yet. I'll say that I'm not giving up yet. No, I think that's right. I'm not yeah. giving up either. But you know, I think that like the last thing I'll say, Green Bay was I think third in the league in protection through three games, and not we saw what happened game. when he didn't get it last night. It was exactly. uh, on Thursday. It was it was pretty bad. So yeah. it's going to be an up and down ride, I think. But he's, 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 he's solid. Yeah. All right, so we're not sold as as Jordan loves a hero. Okay, what about Kirk Cousins? He's QB one through three weeks. I mean, he's looking good. He's got a couple alphas to throw the ball to. Hero he's had 138 attempts, averaging 350 yards per game. Hero. Captain Kirk is killing it. Um, his de- that defense is so atrocious that he's going to have to throw it so much. And Dalvin Cook isn't there. Madison's not a he's a jag. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't know why all the hype was this pre this preseason about this guy. He's a jag. They, I mean, they got Cam Akers to add on top of the mix of that. So that's ugly as hell to be dealing with. Kirk Cousins is going to be slinging the rock a ton this year. So I I think he's still finished. I think he's going to do kind of what Joe Burrow did last year, where he's like that one traditional kind of QB that's in the top three, you know, top five. I think he could definitely could do it. I mean, remember how I said that Love's completion percentage in the the clean pocket was 57.6%. Yeah, Cousins is 79%. (laughs) He's he's first in the league, 79%. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think, I, I think, I think that, I think like Joe Burrow last year is a great, kind of comp for what yeah. what cousins mm-hmm. could be i mean look it wouldn't surprise me to finish you know i mean he's not gonna be the qb1 but i think yeah. he's probably like very very easy track to at this point mm-hmm. to like a qb8 season 
Yeah, I was going to well, say top eight. Top five. Yeah. yeah, I think you'll be top five. The way that they're tracking be, with the attempts. For sure. All right, guys. I guess this one's a little bit stinky, <clears throat> but based and this is all relative to where we <clears throat> draft these guys. Okay, so Russell Wilson through three weeks is the actual QB ten on the season. Wow. I think we know the answer to this one, but I gotta ask: Is he going to be a hero? Is he a, play, a guy no. that we can trust playing, or is regression going to be a bitch? No, I think he's going to have his best game this week as a, as a Bronco this week. He better. So I, I I think this week he's going to absolutely smash Cortland Sutton, smash him into every lineup you got. Um, Marvin Mims is a fun play if you want to do some DFS kind of stuff. Um, this guy's role is growing. I just love that Sean Payton has this guy going deep on some big ball, you know, big plays. I love that. And what's I think just what's his value over at Jock Mucker right now? Russell Wilson? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That might be a that's good a one to good buy one. then if, if you like him. Cause I, I doubt that the market is pretty high on this guy right now. No. So he is he's sitting right next to a guy. He's he's right in that Jameis range with, Perfect. Matthew, with Matthew Stafford, Dak Prescott. Perfect. Um, yeah, I mean, you can you can buy you can buy a I mean, like his suggested price right now is five dollars and thirty eight cents. Yeah, you know, so that can can, about he, right. can can he pay off at that and maybe get you to like nine dollars a share this week? Maybe totally, totally. I, I think he could climb up the ranks a little bit. I think they they're going to be behind it. Their defense is putrid in Denver. Putrid they're the, they're compared the to what they're used to. It's not good. They're the implied over. Their their implied team totals twenty five points going up against Chicago this week. I love it. So, Smash of the week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. going back to a guy we talked about earlier, I think if you went late round quarterback this year and you're streaming and you have like love and 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 Russ on your team, I think you're in good shape. I think you can good go shape. back and forth and just stream those two guys and you'll be fine. It's gonna feel gross, but you're probably gonna get, you know, back in QB one production the rest of the season on. Perfect. Which is which is fine. Yeah. Which is fine. Okay, let's 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 talk about some of these zero quarterbacks because I mean the biggest elephant in the room right now is Justin Fields oh going up God. against the aforementioned Russell Wilson. He hasn't looked good. He's not getting any design runs. They're just functional. Is is the fact that we drafted him right around that QB five, QB six range? Like, are we? Is there any chance in hell that we're going to um, somehow get back on that value, Brandon? Mm-hmm. That's a no, right? Based on your expression, I don't think so, guys. I, I mean, unless they give him ten design runs a game. He's not getting back to that value. He's not going to return value to what people drafted him at. That was the biggest part when we were talking about it in preseason. I jumped into this preseason hype too a little bit mm-hmm. where I was so dead set on not drafting Justin Fields this year. And then I got caught and I got in some high stake leagues where he was in a, it was just a good place to draft him. And I got some shares and I am yeah. so mad at myself about it because I jumped into the hype. And the guy can't throw the football. I'm sorry. He just can't. Like, I, I don't even want go deep. Go to his deep analytics, Trump, because I guarantee they're just <laughs> absolutely disgusting. I'm, I don't even need to go into deep analytics yeah. here. I'm going to give you. So Justin Fields on on on, on our Sunday, on, on our Sunday slate show was my short of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, so oh, would you yeah. would you would you rather buy a share of Justin Fields for seven dollars and three cents or would you rather buy a share of Lamar Jackson for six dollars and fifty cents? Oh my God! What are we talking about here? Or would you rather buy for two cents more a share of Jamar Chase, for Jamar Chase. twenty cents more a share of Anthony Richardson? What like, I mean, this is about? like I'm gonna short. Like, I, I this is basically verbatim what I said. Like, I'm gonna keep shorting Justin Fields. I'm gonna keep uh, trying not to start him. I mean, you probably have to in a seasonal league, mm-hmm. like if, based on where you drafted him, and just like hope last year happens again. But like until he can show us that he can throw 
competently enough, like just to sustain a drive and, and the, and, and, or the bears start scheming him more design runs. Like I'm, I'm it's gross. It's who not knew, good. Who knew he was straight Lance? Like, like <laughs> after last stop, year, stop, like, stop. like, like Hey man, like, that's say that. where we're at. This is what Trey Lance would supposedly look like from what everybody's been saying, right? I mean, this is exactly what we talked about, but at least the Bears did get, go all in and get him somebody too. But, like, I just yeah. figured that they would have more conviction and more of a plan with the offense versus what they got going right now. And it's just putrid, and I'm out completely. I feel bad for everybody that's involved, got shares of him. First, some contact. Well, here, listen. Okay, just it can't get much worse. But his adjusted yards per attempt through three games is four point oh one yards. He leads only ahead of Mister Zach Wilson, oh and um, yeah, Bryce Young. It, it, it ain't looking pretty, right? Bryce Young, um, another. I, name. I can't remember who said it, but Anthony Richardson looks more advanced as a passer right now through a rookie season, which. For those who remember, like Anthony Richardson was pretty raw as a passer Very raw. into the season this year, yeah. and he's looking more complete than Justin Fields is right now. Listen, I agree with you. There's definitely some risk. However, I, until the day I die, I'm going to be Justin Fields' truther. I believe the guy does know how to pass the ball. There's something mm. going on that's dysfunctional right now in that in that offense in general. In that locker room, it's dysfunctional. So I'm not going to put it all on Justin. If you have him, you probably want to – sit him until at least he shows something right which means there's a good chance he could leave 25 points on your bench but at this point like i don't have any faith of actually starting him in my lineup justin fields won't be a chicago bear in 2024 Ooh, that's bold baby but you might not be wrong you might not be wrong Okay, boys, we got to keep going because this this rapid yeah, fire game is not going very good. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> all right. Yep. Tre- Trevor Lawrence, you guys are talking about it's going to be a, a get right game in London. Like, are we? This guy's not falling yet, is it? No, absolutely not. Go ahead, Tron. I'm not panicking on Lawrence yet. Um, okay. I mean, he's like middle of the pack right now, like efficiency wise. Like, yeah. I think he was there last year. So like, they'll, many they'll, they'll big time drops out. with big value. So many yeah. big time drops with big. I think value he's second right in the league in drops right now. Yeah. The, so. the, like, I heard a stat. I, I heard a stat. It was something to the nature of he has more fantasy points dropped than any other uh, quarterback in the NFL right now. Um, Unfortunately, so, Calvin Ridley is What's always throughout, throughout his whole career. Calvin Ridley has been known for drops, right? Yeah. Maybe not as bad as like a Deontay Johnson type player, but he gets fed and he drops the ball a lot. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Zay Jones dropped two, three touchdowns as well. Like it, it, it's a problem. I think they turn it around. They focus in. They go out to London, where the Jags have been very successful, and they play well. I think. I think it'll get going on track like we wanted. They're going to be. What fun. about Joe Burrow? I'm, I'll be honest, guys. I'm frightened about that. I get that there wasn't a setback last week, and Joe uh, Jamar Chase did have a, a get right game, which I like to see. Week before that, of course, was T Higgins. I'm scared about Joe Burrow right now. I'm I'm out for the season. Mm. I'm not out. I think he, I think he, as the season goes along, if he just doesn't tears an Achilles, I think that's what he is literally risking right now, playing with this yeah. calf. Like I th- truly believe he's super compromised. But if he can get through and he can get into week eight, nine, where they are still in the fight, I think that's when he starts coming on strong to finish the year. Didn't Chase say in the preseason he would just rather see Burrow yeah. sit for the first five weeks? 
Yes, he did. So exactly I mean, it's said. let's let's get him through the first these next two games. I, I'm honestly God, like, that's Burrow's so out freaking there, sharp, Tron. If, if, if Burrow's out there, like I'm not, I'm just going to treat him as if he's who he always has been. Yeah. Um, and just trust. That. I mean, look, he's we can play it. this like, what if their quarterback gets injured mm-hmm. game with with everybody? I mean, like you know, it happened to Aaron, Aaron Rodgers in the first four minutes of the season, right? It's high, it's obviously higher risk with Burrow, but Hi. if he's out there, I'm not worried. I'm going to keep, I mean, I'm going to talk about some real gross stuff on the Bengals in, in a little bit, but um, yeah. yeah, I mean, look, he's, he's Joe Burrow. He can be a complete statue and still carve you up. I'm, 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 I'm less where I, I think I totally understand the worry, you know, Shane Brandon, but I'm, I, I'm just going to keep rolling him out. I mean, you, I, yeah. I think you have to based on where you drafted him. You probably haven't gotten a better option yet. So, you know, well, uh, Russell Wilson this week or Joe Burrow. <laughs> Russell. There you go. I'll, 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 I'll probably flip. Yeah, for the week, sure. I'll it's probably close. still flip. A I'm coin. talking about this week right now because guess what? There's some 0 three teams out there that they need a damn win because they've been rostering a whole bunch of Bengals. I I think Sutton goes off this week, and I think I think the Broncos kind of. I think some pro. I guarantee Sean Payton was really riding these guys super hard after that loss, that embarrassing loss. I think they come out pissed. Well, the one, the one thing he can't say is how big of a mess it was last year, right? Amen. He can't. He can't <laughs> that, say that. There it is. <laughs> bed. Can't say that. Okay, boys. Some rapid fire here with the heroes of the RB position. Let's just talk about the Miami backfield in general. Devon Achan, Raheem Moster, like plug and play, right? Every single All, week. Every week. Otherwise. Okay. Yeah, I heard. I heard this stat earlier, real quick. Uh, the Dolphins running backs just last week had more yard, uh, more points over expectation. Than six running backs, than six teams have had all year. Jesus, <laughs> I mean, like, it, I think it's, I think it's going to be Daniel is going to be juicy all year. I think is McDaniel the coach of the year right now? So far, absolutely. Yeah, I think, so I think he is absolutely. Although, yeah, Dan Campbell's up there. I'd say, yeah, for sure. But I think Mc, what what McDaniel is doing, dude, he is changing the game on how he uses motion and to. I'm telling you, what listening to some of the people talk about what he's trying to do on offense, it's a special special offense. You got to have really sharp players to do that offense. Well, it's a track meet. His entire team is a track meet. It's Tyree Kill is so underrated on how smart that guy is. He is a ball yeah. player. Okay, Zach Moss. I think he sucks, but <laughs> opportunity always sucks sometimes. That's true. What happens if JT comes back in a couple of weeks? Then Moss is erased. He's erased. He's gone, right? So, but but play him, play him while you got him. Yes, I would trade him right now. I mean, if he's going to get thirty touches a game, like I'm going to play him. Like, and I'm not going to care that he's like forty eighth in yards created per touch, twenty <laughs> yards per touch, twenty sixth in target share, twenty ninth in yards per route run, twenty first in red zone touches. Like, but he's just getting the ball so much, and he's been fine. Yeah. So just keep playing him until JT comes back. So I, I, I'm in uh, my, my one home league, Sean. It's a 10-team league. So generally, and it's five five players on the bench. So generally, there's a lot of uh, available waiver yeah. wire players. Before last week, Zach Moss was sitting there on the waiver wire, staring me in the face, and I'm weak at running back. And I said, uh, "I'm passing on him." <laughs> so that was probably just me being stubborn and stupid. But uh, I guess if you got him this week, you're playing him. Okay, let's talk about some of these zeros at running back. Aaron Jones. He was back this week. I guess we got you know an extra week of data on him. Did you panic? <sighs> No, I, I, I like his I, – I, I think he's still explosive. I just – he is approaching that cliff. It's just scary. Josh yeah, Jacobs. I mean, he looked, he looked, 
We're going. I saw yeah, the head nod. I had to, so fast. Josh Jacobs right now. What do we got? Do we I mean, the role the role is still there from last year. Yeah. So I'm going to keep keep betting on that. Keep I mean, you know, he's just got to get himself back in playing shape. So you might have to suck it up for another week. But I'm going to keep keep trusting him. I mean, I Damian may not start Pierce. him in DFS, but Damian Pierce, CJ Stroud's balling out. He's throwing the ball a hell of a lot more than we thought he would. Damian Pierce. I actually like out. him this week. I'm out. I like him this week, but overall, I'm out. I'm out too. Javante Williams. I'm in. Beauty. Okay. He's just too good. Okay. Last but not least, the wide receiver position here. Keenan Allen. Whoo, baby. Wheels up. Wow. Him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Enjoy sorry. Sorry for fate telling. But let's see if he makes it through the season with this much volume going his direction. Because this guy is also on the on the injury, you know, train as well. So Quentin Johnson could be a big piece if if something happens here um but joshua palmer is the play this week um if you want to get a sneaky flex and get kind of dirty so you can do that john where were you on qj this offseason as a rookie pretty high on him i think i was like i had him right like i think when i had to pick between like him and addison it was kind of a coin flip Mm. Um, and you're taking him ahead of zay flowers too yeah yeah i mean i wouldn't do that now um but I, mean, I think, yeah, like, yeah, but. obviously, like with what we know now. But yeah, I was, I, you know, I, I think the like just the ceiling, the ceiling case, you know, the ceiling outcome for QJ, I think is probably as high, you know, probably probably the highest going into you know this season, which hasn't materialized yet. It could. I mean, I think it still could because Josh Palmer is, in my opinion, like a very pedestrian wide receiver. I mean, we even even last year. <laughs> I mean, even even in games when Allen and Williams were out last year, and it was like just Josh Palmer, like he barely could could hit 14 points per game. Yeah, which is okay, and like in your flex, but it's it's still like I think he's just like very average, you know, replacement level. What are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? Are they gonna let let their first round pick that they have just chill out and do nothing when when their alpha went down? No, they're gonna give him some looks. They want to see what he can do. He was lighting up camp. I don't see how they don't try and get him some touches and some run here. If they, yeah, I mean, they had the liberty of letting him work into the game and exactly. learn a little bit behind a, a pro like Mike Williams. So let's see what he can do now. Are you going to step exactly. into the two? I agree. I, I'm not sure this week necessarily is going to be a QJ week, but as the season goes on, I'm certainly bullish on him as well. Yep. Uh, okay, that's Jacoby a nice Myers, buy man. for stop for Jock Market. QJ is cheap. QJ let's see. I'll say three bucks. Three, four bucks is, I think, where he's going to be at right now. I bet you money. By he's not even in the market. He's not even he's not ranked. in the market. Okay. Exactly. No. So, <laughs> yeah. well, I, I think I think Josh Palmer is the play this week. Like He's ranked eight, 83rd in our market. He's $3.38 a share. Like, you know, I think Josh Palmer is like the – I would start him over QJ this week. I'd rather yeah. have QJ on my roster rest of season. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, agree with that as well. Okay, Puka Nakua came back down to earth last week. Uh, were we out on Puka? I, I think he's going to be great all year. I think he's it's, he's not going to be an all-timer like what's been going on, you know, like, but I do believe he will be a solid wide receiver too through through the year. Like, that's what he's going to be. Yeah, I think I think you need to look at Puka in the same way that we've looked at Robert Woods for all those years when there he was with go. the Rams. Yeah. Um, I've heard a lot from like Rams camp that like they, they always viewed Puka as the next Robert Woods, not like, so he's not, he, I don't even think he's playing the Cooper Cup role. I think he's playing the the Robert Woods role, just doing it really well and getting just doing targeted a better job. A ton, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, have you guys? Because there's not much going on right now in terms of word out there on Cooper Cup. If he's expected to be back by week five, like, have you guys heard anything? I've. I heard McVeigh right said he's expecting him to practice next week. Okay, I haven't heard so, a damn thing. So, so I mean, I think I think you're still looking at like week to week with Cup. Oh man, yeah. he's not coming back for a while. It'd probably be week seven, eight, and he yeah, comes back. I think in week eight. Yeah. Another player their bot. That might be a good. Winds are bot. I can look at that real quick as we talk about Rams bye week. Uh, looks like it's going to be week 10. Oof. So, yeah, hopefully he's back before the bye week. Okay, last one, Adam Thielen. He's in. I, I, who else is there? Nobody. He's going to get – we said when we were doing best ball mania, when, we've been, when we were talking about, you know, slinging darts – we said easy, easy volume call is Adam Thielen for the wide receiver one position in Carolina. Um, Mingo, he's a physical freak, but he's raw. Um, he's also hurt he, this week. He's still he hurt. Might this play. Week. Hurt, he got yeah. whacked by our boy Witherspoon. What's <laughs> up? He got whacked, and now he's still on the protocol. But uh, yeah, um, I think you can trust Adam Thielen this week and beyond. Yes. All right, let's go wet blanket tanks here. And this is making this list. I definitely shed a tear. <sighs> My sweet baby, beautiful boy, Garrett Wilson with, oh, with Zach Wilson. Like, is he, he's probably what wide receiver three at this point. If that he's dead. Yeah. I think you're probably locked into like 12 to 14 points per game as like a, what I'd That's be feeling. What, what I would accept for, for Garrett Wilson the rest of the season. You know, I, we, we, Shane, we said this earlier. Nope. Like, we will riot if Zach Wilson becomes, you know, stays the quarterback. Yeah. It just needs to change. Yes. If that who, happens, it any, anything can happen. Who is viable out there right now that could actually come into the Jets? I mean, Colin Kaepernick wrote a letter to to Robert Sala saying, "Listen, put me on the practice squad." Like, I don't think that's going to happen. There's too much drama there. Hey, Philip Rivers was going to go play for the Niners in the Super Bowl. If if that if the, if they made the Super Bowl, go get him. Why not? He can run an offense. I, I have a hard time crazy. taking myself seriously. I would, I would take like, a like H- Joe H- Flacco sitting on the couch right now. He knows that system. Dude, I Ooh. would take an HGH filled Brett Favre and throw him in there. Let's go. <laughs> no, like, like, honestly, like point. right now, who, who would you rather have as the Jets quarterback rest of the season? Joe Flacco or Zach Wilson? True, Joe Flacco. I, I think Joe Flacco too. Tonight. Yeah. Yeah. We, we saw Andy Dalton, who I would say is as good as Joe Flacco just last week, and he was competent, right? At least for exactly. our fantasy players, for exactly. our, our skill position players. Okay, so that's depressing. What about Drake London? He's dead. Ritter's there. I hate Arthur it here. Smith is there. <laughs> I hate it here with yeah. the Falcons. Like, it's just, yeah. He'll pop some games, but it's not going to be consistent. It's never going to be consistent. Yep. What about your boy, JSN, Jackson Smith, and Jigba? They aren't playing the th- – we aren't seeing th- three three wide receiver sets. Until we yeah. see that, he's not viable. So, yeah. right now, I'm out. Can't start him. Can't drop him. Can't trade him away. But – Let's let's talk. Ken Walker is a, just what a freaking beast he is, man. And what yeah, all, all that nonsense everybody was talking about with Zach Charbonnet taking his role. This guy's getting receptions. This guy's next to Tony Pollard. He's like got the highest numbers in the red zone snaps in the, in the league. It's crazy. Love it. Love it. Love it. OK, boys, that's it for our heroes versus zeros. I'd say overall, just as depressing as I thought it was going to be, but that's okay. Okay, let's before we get into our flex plays, Mike Yeager boy here has been quite patient in the chat. We appreciate you, Mr. Yeager, coming in here. 
full PPR facing. Ooh, interesting. He's facing our guy, Mike Dickinson. He needs two out of the three players here. We got Zach Charbonnet. That's a no. Jalen Warren, Joshua Kelly, or Dalton Schultz. To me, it's got to be Josh Kelly and Jalen Warren, right? It's those Correct. two. Yeah. Jalen Warren, almost 50% snap share. Yep. He's, it, it's, it's happening, boys. Jalen Warren, man. It's happening. Double Najee Harris is dead. Najee Harris looks like Eddie Lacy. It's over. Yeah, the Trent Richardson prophecy on Najee yeah. Harris is looking it better is and better. <laughs> it is so on point. Man, yeah. Do you guys uh, do, like? Did you do a draft kit or like? Do you do any rankings or anything like that, Tron? Like in the off season? Like uh, I don't thing? like put it together anything official. I'll do right. like you know. I kind of like. I mean, I'm not technical enough to to build out models, so I I, I don't do it. Well, you're talking time, about but... clean pocket pass rate, so I think you're. I mean, that's deep enough. you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll piece, piece together a bunch of stuff from like, you know, the good people at like Player Profiler, Fantasy yeah. Life, stuff like that. Um, <laughs> you know, right. and, and and I'll put it together. You know, I, I have a process, but I'm not like building out projections and rankings weekly. Got it. Perfect. Yeah, I had I had Najee ranked about half a round uh, versus what his ADP was. So if he fell there, you know, at that point of the draft, it's like okay, he's like a flex flex consideration, but. I had him in the same range as like James Conner. Like, yeah, if he, yeah. If he fell that far, I was fine with it. Like you know, if I had to pick between the two, you know, I'd flip a coin. But you know, but all, wait, wait, way too high. Season, all off season, we were talking about Najee Harris, Joe Mixon, or Ken Walker. That was the grouping, and I, I was big time on Ken, Ken Walker. Walker. Yeah, 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 the answer is Ken Walker. Walker, and the answer is Ken Walker. Yeah, if if you if for those who are using our tools, they they have a ton of Ken Walker because I should have probably eight 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 or nine picks above his ADP consistently. Yeah. So you guys probably had a lot of Ken Walker. Enjoy. And you're welcome for that one. Okay, boys, let's let's get into some nasty, smelly, disgusting, let's and some beautiful flex plays. He's my best friend. He's my pal. He's my homeboy. My rotten soldier. He's my sweet cheese. My good time boy. All right, so for those of you who are new to the show, of course, we are talking about our weekly flex plays. These are start-sit type decisions that we're going to be facing every single week and aren't necessarily de facto starters every single week. Trone, you're the guest today. We appreciate you jumping on. Tell me about your first flex play of the week. Brees Hall. I'm going to keep sticking with it. Mm. Um, you know, I think he logged his first full practice since the injury um, mm-hmm. about 10 months ago, which is kind of exactly on the timeline that they expected. Um, you know, I think he's seen increased snaps, uh, attempts of, you know, I mean, aside from week two, like, you know, his, his role is increasing there. There, I think the training wheels come off starting, you know, either the, you know, pretty soon it could be this week. Um, so I think, I think if you're deciding between like Brees Hall and, you know, I, I mean, I, someone, I mean, he's look, he's ranked 93rd in our market right now. So, you know, like he, his price is way down. I mean, if you're so like, I'm fine buying him on jock market, but I think, like, I think if you have to start Brees Hall this week, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel too bad about it. Um, you know, it's seventh in breakaway run weight, third among running backs in, in yards per touch, fifth in juke rate. So coming off the knee injury, if he's, if, if he's fifth in juke rate right now, like that's a really good sign for his knee. So I, I'm, I'm going to start trusting him more and more and more. Well, and the Jets this week are going up against Kansas City. It's a Sunday night game. They're looking to be massive underdogs going up against KC. Implied team total for the Jets is 16.5 points. It's gross. If they want a hope in hell of even competing with the Kansas City Chiefs, I don't think there's any chance they're actually going to win. But if they are going to win, it's going to be on the backs of a player like Brees Hall and getting the ball away from Zach Wilson. The only thing I worry about is that the Chiefs are basically just just dare them to throw the ball which means they're probably going to stack the box up against Brees Hall, 
but you got to just hope for some of those big runs because any any given play, he can take it to the house. So I, can I, I give you a ball. little bit of hope on that? Brees Hall is yeah. facing the ninth the ninth highest uh, stack box rate in the league already, and he's still hmm. you know he's still been pretty good on a per touch basis. So they can do it, uh, but you know we've all seen Brees Hall you know basically just just dominate whoever's in front of him. So um, yeah, I mean I think you're right. I think the Jets are going to try to keep the ball away from Patrick Mahomes as much as possible. I don't know if they can. Um, yeah, I mean, they may just, they may just dare Brees Hall to beat him. And if there's anybody, if he's healthy enough to do it, he can, you know, he can do it as well as anybody. Yeah, no, I'm okay with that. I like that play. I've, I've got a, a Brees Hall, Javante Williams decision that I have to make. And so far I've got Javante in my lineup right now, but that's going to be a game time decision. I think it's yep. going to go right down to the wire, how I'm feeling about it. Brandon, give me your first flex play. My first flex play is going to be a rookie this year. Um, Jordan Addison. Uh, Jordan Addison is going to be matching up against Dante Jackson of Carolina. Um, he's given up a 13.7 fantasy points per game. <laughs> so I, I feel, I feel like Minnesota is going to ha- is going to start. They just barely missed on him last game. Um, a f- couple of big, big plays that were there that just didn't come, come into fruition. I think Addison has a bounce back week and, he smashes against the Carolina Panthers. I think I think he's an easy easy smash. You can go in there, and I think I think it's going to be the battle of Adam Thielen versus a- Addison, the the guy that replaced Adam Thielen. Um, I think Minnesota Vikings is kind of petty like that, so I think they're going to make sure he gets in the end zone for the fans to say, "Oh, we sh- definitely should have moved on from Adam Thielen." Um, so I think, I think he's going to smash this week. Um, yeah, I, I like Addison a lot. Is Addison an every week starter, unless you're in like a 10 team, real shallow, you know, shallow lineup league type league. Uh, well, so. yeah. So I think if you, if you're in a format where it's 12 teams, start three wide receivers and at least one flex, then I think he's at least in a flex conversation every single week. Is mm-hmm. he a locked and loaded starter? I guess like anything else, it depends, but probably, Right, I mean, I think he's locked into a. Flex I think spot. I just depends on how high like you were on him. Um, like some, I saw him jump. People jumping ADP for him, um, and then I saw him dropping way down. Um, so it's just, it's just he's got a wide variety of where you got got him. Um, it just depends on how sharp that league was with the rookies. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, on the season so far, he's still got. A 65% snap share last week was 70%. So we like to see that it's ticking up. Going up. But, I mean, Justin Jefferson's got almost a 30% target share still. So it's it's still the Justin Jefferson show, which as it should be. Um, the thing that I worry about Addison is he's he's going to be touchdown dependent, right? Just like similar, like a player that we, we're not going to talk about today, but like a Jahan Dotson, yep. right? Like he's a player that when he touches the ball, things good things happen, but he's not always going to get the ball thrown in his direction. I just, they were this close on several, a couple plays last week where end zone was in the proximity. So I just, I feel like Addison's going to have a nice bounce back week after having two good first weeks of the season. Um, he cooled off for a second and I think he, he heats right back up this week. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. So, which actually it, it, it dovetails well into my, my first flex play, which is Adam Thielen going up against go. Minnesota. I mean, listen, if you want the narrative, it's it's the revenge game. I, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like that's an overrated narrative that we like to bank on. These guys are pros, right? Like, it's just okay. They didn't want to resign me. I'm like, I'm ancient at this point. That's cool. I'll go and I'll mentor a young quarterback. I'm fine with that. But the fact is, is that Minnesota still can't stop 
anything in the passing game. They're still third worst in terms of fantasy points allowed. And what I like is that Adam Thielen, he is an outside wide receiver and 77% of the, of the fantasy points allowed by Minnesota is on the outside, right? They're good at defending the slot. So it's going to be a good game for Adam Thielen. I, I actually like this game in general. Like a lot yes. of players, I'm comfortable tacking in yes. this game, which is fantastic. All right. Anything else? Anything you want to nope. add to that? Or? On to the okay. next. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Beautiful. I mean, beautiful. Yeah. So another thing I like to look at. So we have this matchup tool over at TFSArmy.com. Yep. It, it breaks down a lot of the uh, a lot of the games. It talks about you know like your basic things like um, just defensive position against, but it also talks about your your projected ownerships, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the things I do like is that Adam Thielen, especially in your PPR league, so for DK DraftKings, he's got a sixteen point one four percent projected ownership on oh, the yeah. tool. Chop, chop, so, chop. Yeah, so he's going to be a chalky play this week, which, generally speaking, if the mark's pretty high on this guy, then... Amen. Amen, baby. Amen. Easy projection to make. But but people get nervous about the quarterback change. I think even with Young in there, they are going to be funneling it straight to Adam Thielen this week. Yeah, I mean, this will be a good test for for Bryce Young, I think, right? Obviously, he missed last week with the injury, but this week coming back against... A defense that can be passed on, oh, it's going to be a work. good test. Yeah, yeah. they're the worst. I mean, if if you're the K, if you're a Carolina Panthers fan, man, and maybe this is a question for you, Trone, not that you're a fan, but you traded the farm, you traded your future for a player like Bryce Young, and you see CJ Stroud and Anthony Richardson so far outproducing them. Like, are you worried? It's too early to to really worry, but I don't feel good right now. Yeah, I bet I feel I feel queasy. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, it, you know, it, look, if, if, if the Panthers just finished in last last year and they just had their own first overall pick, I'd be fine. I would feel less bad, yeah. but I mean, to give up what they give up and, and to see, you know, like you said, CJ Stroud to see Anthony you know, Richardson look just clearly further ahead than Bryce young. Yes. Plus the size concerns, you know, that it's. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, jury's still out, right? It's two, it's been three games and he's played yep. two of them. So you know, a lot more, a long way to go, but yeah, it's, it's, it's concerning. The problem becomes when a team goes and mortgages their future to go and get a player like Bryce Young, like the, Bryce Young has to be the type of player that can elevate an offense around him. Cause that's what he's going to have to do. He's going to have to support the offense because they're not going to have any building blocks around him. They don't have their first next year. That worries me that it could be like a two-year progression. And you're right. Like this is easy to say, but these are all things that we are saying at the start of the season even going into before the NFL draft, we were worried about Bryce Young and his size guys, a baller, but sometimes college production doesn't translate into NFL production. Just look at, well, Justin Fields. I said this on on our, on our jock market show yesterday. Like the thing you want to see a, a, like a rookie do is do what they did well in college at the professional level. Like CJ Stroud is doing that ball placement accuracy. It's all translated really, really well so far. Bryce Young TBD. TBD, TBD. All right, Tron, what's not TBD? Give me one of your flex plays. So here we go. Right in the same range, I think, as Adam Thielen, um, Marquise Brown. Okay. I don't, I'm not too concerned. I mean, obviously, it's not a great matchup. On he has Adrian. a horrible matchup, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, playing San Francisco. But look, Arizona has kept up with good teams this year, number one. True. Yeah. Um, it looks like Hollywood's going to be going up against Traverius Ward, who has been somewhat beatable this year. So, I mean, look, give me a team who has at least made a game out of it with better teams, very ne- like obvious negative game script and a guy who's getting a 25 plus percent target share. Like I'll just bet on that. Like if I have to. So like, I think like, like in our, in, in the, um, in our league, for example, I'm deciding between Gabe Davis, Nico and Hollywood. 
Um, I don't think I'd I fault you guys whichever way you went there. I think all three are kind of right in the same range. I think Nico's a play in that one. Nico. Well, uh, well, that will go right into my flex play. Um, We'll talk next about that. Yeah, I think so. So Hollywood Brown, I mean, he he's probably been a player that you're starting in your lineup almost every single week. But this week, I don't know. Was it midway through the week that, is, that he popped up on the injury report with the thumb? Or was that coming out of last week? Because I only saw it a few days ago. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't worry about bit. a thumb injury. But tape it. You'll be fine. Yeah, but professional wide receivers paid to be fine. the ball. You'll be fine. I just think it's that. officially questionable. Yeah, when you're dealing with a thumb injury as a receiver and you have other choices, like that, that's where I would lean like a player like a Nico Collins. But totally, yeah. Really like if this thumb is a thing, just ignore everything I said. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm 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 playing DJ Chark over him this week in one of my leagues, and that's probably a massive mistake. But for the same reasons I like Adam Thielen, I don't mind. So you, I kind of like the DJ Chark because there's going to be so much, that's so much attention over on Adam Thielen. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, I could open up things for Chark, and he looks healthy. It, this this particularly is half PPR as well, right? So you, you definitely lean a little more on the on the uh, the touchdowns. But that's so like that's the type of decision I'm trying to make. And as of right now, he's on my bench. But I don't know, Sean. You're 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 a sharp dude, man. So when you when you like Hollywood Brown, that makes me question my decision. I've I've always been kind of a Hollywood Brown stand. Um, I just mm-hmm. like guys. I'm, I'm I'm a sucker for target shares. So yeah, yeah. You know, I get he's it. he's never been really been below twenty five percent and. In an obviously pass pass heavy game script, like I'll bet on as long as, like you said, as long as that thumb is okay. Um, if it's not, then he goes right to the back of the list of those three guys that I said. Yeah, I mean that, that's contingent. If if we get more information as we get down like closer to game time, then that definitely makes a difference yeah. for sure. Uh, and that's 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 one of the afternoon games, so you'll have some choices there. And mm-hmm. to your point, game script are going to be throwing the ball to, to catch up to keep up with them. All right, Brandon, give me your second flex play, baby. I'm going to go – we talked a little bit about him, um, but Tutu Atwell. I, I kind of like Tutu Atwell this week. Um, Matt, Matt Stafford's been slinging it, and he's slinging it deep targets. Um, the Indianapolis – this week he'll be matched up against Dallas, uh, Dallas Flowers, um, and he is the 40th-ranked uh, quarterback on player profiler. And right now I just, I just like how they are scheming you don't really know what's going on with this Rams offense. Cause it's just a bunch of just, it's a hodgepodge, right? Yeah. So like you got Puka, you got Kyron Williams, you got Tutu. What's like, you really no real big name. So I think a lot of attention is going to go to Puka. And I think Tutu is going to end up getting himself quite a bit of uh, deep targets. And I mean, he is number one in the league for deep targets right now at seven or actually not number one, number four. So yet he's had seven deep targets right now. Um, his catchable rating 65.4%. It's not bad. His route participation, a hundred percent. He's not coming off the the field at all. Um, he's got a target share of 21.5%. So that's a great number that we like to see as well. I just like the matchup here. I think the point, the points are going to happen with Anthony Richardson. Um, Anthony Richardson that, is going to force the Rams to throw a little bit. Yep. So I like two, two this week. I, I think that's the big part there that you, that you mentioned the fact that Anthony Richardson has been clear from the concussion protocol. He's back baby, which means they're going to be able to put up points. Yeah. The two, like he's, he's, a, he's a great, is he one of the best backup quarterbacks in the league right now? Gardner Minshew. Yes. Gotta be right. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. 
Love it. Love it. Love it. No, I I, I like Tutu Atwell. And so you talk about his route, part- route participation. He's running around 100% of the time when he's on the field. And he's on the field so far for the season 87% of the time. Yeah. So he's getting he's getting the opportunity, and that's what you like to see. You yeah. like to see it. And they're scheming him. Like, uh, that's, that's what I like to see is big chunk schemed up plays, especially for – Speedy, small wide receivers, right? So I, I got faith in Sean McVay to make some uh, magic happen with 2-2. And it's going to be on the track over in Indy. It's in Indy, correct? So it's indoors on the turf. The kid's going to be flying. So I, I think he's just, he's going to score this week. Yeah, can't can't argue with that one. It's I mean, it's it's about the opportunity. And the kid's yeah. definitely getting the opportunity. Okay, uh, so what are the, talking about opportunity, baby, baby. Listen, when when this guy left the Patriots, Strone, I'm, I'm sure you were just as sad as I was. But Jacoby Myers, man, he's balling there the you hell out over at Las Vegas. And what I like is the fact that it really is a consolidated target share, right? Like on the ground, it's Josh Jacobs. He's getting the touches. We love to see that. Devontae Adams, he's doing what he does, man. He's balling yes. the hell out. But a little surprise is Jacoby Myers, man. He continues to produce. And dare I say... After this week, he's not even going to be allowed on the flex conversation because he's going to be an every week starter in your PPR leagues. He's on the season when he's actually playing. He's got a 31.4% target share. Of course, he missed week two. I believe it was with the concussion, right? It's what he missed week two on. And again, we talk about our, our projected ownerships. He's got 15 or 14% projected ownership in DraftKings, which means the market loves him in, in general. And I love the fact that this is one of the higher over-under games going up against the Chargers. The Chargers right now, they know how to put up points. We've been talking a lot about how we love Keenan Allen this week. And Jacoby Myers, man, he's going to put up points. I would be shocked if he doesn't put up at least 15 points in a PPR league. And if he gets in the end zone, wheels up over 20 points yeah. again in your lineups. I'm so excited for Jacoby Myers to finally like be unlocked this year. Yeah, I know. I mean, like he's, he's always been this guy. He's always, I mean, he's fourth in, in, in expected fantasy points per game among wide receivers right now. Um, him and in, in the two games that him and Adams have been on the field together, 88% of the first three targets have gone to the two of them. Like this is the consolidation of targets that like yeah. we in fantasy dream about between like the wide receiver. I mean, they're like, it's like, it's like a 70% target share right now between the two of them. It's insane. Perfect. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I, you never see a 30, like over 30% target share for the wide receiver two on a team. Like. I'm, I'm, I'm very I, in on Jacoby. Like, fire it up. I still remember, and, and you remember this as a Patriots fan, Tron, like when Jacoby Myers was a rookie, and it was the same year that they took to kill Harry in round one. Oh. And you hear all of these these preseason reports that, oh, yeah, Jacoby Myers is is, is playing, is out playing to kill Harry. And I'm like, no, 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 it's too early, too early. And then, you know, five years later, one guy's out of the league, one guy's balling the hell out. And it's just, yeah. I, do you just miss you, Sir Jacoby Myers? If you're an NFL team, Tron, which one are you? Are you Jacoby Myers. It's not close. Jacoby Myers. It's, it's not close. It's shocking. It's shocking. Shocking. And it's the same money, too. Like, virtually the same money. Bill Belichick well, is drunk on power over there. Oh Nobody God. tells him no. He, he The guy can't draft a wide receiver to freaking save his life. It's just what it is. Brandon, if you won six Super Bowls, I wouldn't tell you no either. I know. <laughs> it's true. Hey, it's true, you man. got Tom Brady. When you got Tom Brady, I think – it's it's proving out. Let's just say this. It's yeah. proving out that Tom Brady was the leading reason that happened. Um, of course. Like, I just, like, there's so much, co- like, Bill Belichick, like, praise, praise that man as a god. But, man, his offenses look so old. They, they don't look 
like normal NFL anymore, like you know, a winning football. This isn't the right show for it, Brandon, but we can go pretty deep on the Belichick thing and why he's still, you know, like the best all time, extremely elite, and he's still he's still there. It's just, yeah, I mean, that's a different different show, different yeah. conversation. I don't know, but very uh, high level. Yeah, yeah. You, you need to like obviously you need a great coach to be successful year in and year in the NFL. Having a Hall of Flame all time player like Brady, Brady certainly helps the situation, but. Yeah, I mean, you have to have both in order to be that productive for that many years. He's still like, listen, he's he's been hovering around 500 and it's been a pretty half-assed dysfunctional offense. So right. at least he still has a solid defense. But yeah, we're not here to talk, talk about the woes of the Patriots, unfortunately. <laughs> All right, boys, that's pretty much it. Unless we got a few, um, yeah, we got we got a few players we want to just talk about. So let, let's let's hammer it out, Brandon. So I got two. I gave you some deeper ones with Tutu yeah. and Addison. I think these are two guys that. Um, people are kind of uh, don't know what to do with Tyler Lockett. I think Tyler Lockett goes off this week. It's Tyler Lockett week. I said last week it was DK week, get right game for him. That came out to what ha- came out to be. I think just Lockett, um, he's going to be moved all around. You can you can attack this Giants uh, defense through the slot. Um, I just I just feel a lot of the 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 tension is going to go to DK. It's going to flow to Tyler Lockett this week. And then we got Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk, Zay Jones is out. Christian Kirk is about to get double-digit targets. Um, Everybody's going to be thinking revenge, revenge with Ridley going against Atlanta. But A.J. Terrell is no joke. Um, So I see see Kirk getting loose for a TD and gets in the box this week. Those are two names I like. Love it, love it, love it. A guy, Brandon, he likes Javante Williams this week. Thank you. So it doesn't make my Brees Hall Javante Williams decision any, any easier, Brandon. I, I like Javante that. over Brees. Yeah, he also likes Mims. I think, uh, I'm not sure we're going to talk about Cortland Sutton, but Sutton this week. Cortland Sutton, Sutton week. is a smash. Yes. I like Sutton yeah. this week. Yeah, um, smash. Give it- I'll, I'll give you a couple even deeper ones, Brandon. Yeah. Yep. Um, if you're in a, you know, obviously like real, like a deeper league or it's just yeah, real gross for you this week. Um, I, could this be a Tyler Boyd week? I mean, the, the, the Tennessee defense is a total pass funnel. I think you know, I'm not expecting much from Mixon. Then you're going to need something short over the middle of the field, right? I mean, he's going to see Roger McCreary this week a lot. I think you know the, their slot corner. He's 47th. In, he's the 47th ranked quarterback per player profiler. 50, you know, 56th um, in yards allowed. I mean, like he's allowing a 72 and a half percent catch rate. Yeah, he's not good. So it could be a Tyler Boyd week. Um, I, I I think this is a Bengals just lopsided drubbing. Like yeah. I think ba- all the Bengals are going to get right this week in the pass yeah. pass offense. Hundred. The other gross one I have this week is Kendrick Bourne. Speaking of mm-hmm. no name Patriots receivers, I mean he's sixteen point three expected fantasy points per game this year. He hasn't. Wow. He ha- obviously hasn't delivered on that. He's second in the league in unrealized air yards with two hundred and seventy five. Um, and Stephon Gilborn's been sneaky bad this week. Who's he's probably yeah. going to see a lot of. I mean, yep. one hundred twenty six passer rating allowed for Gilmore this year. Uh, he's 80th in the league and fantasy points allowed per coverage snap. Uh, you know, it, it's so this could be a sneaky game for Kendrick Bourne where he has that like kind of like that week what was it week one where he had two touchdowns. Like, yeah, if it's if you're if you're down in these barrels of Tyler Boyd and Kendrick Bourne, like I I, I would be fine if I had to start them. Like I wouldn't I mean, I wouldn't feel good about I would it. Be freaking out. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be panicking. Yeah. These are the types of decisions we're making in a lot of our deeper dynasty leagues. Yes, because a lot of these dynasty leagues, leagues. It's start three wide receivers, minimum two flex plus your super flex. Like it gets dirty quickly 
in those. That's what I'm ways. saying. Like a lot, we we're like, is really Kirk a, a flex player or Tyler Lockett really going to be a flex play in in normal Joe leagues? Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's just like like it's just that's why we try to give you guys a variety of some deeper ones and then some of the more you know uh, for. 10 person league, 12 person leagues that are normal Joe leagues. So yeah. yeah, Well, like Boyd and Bourne and cooks. Yeah. Cooks is on the bench. Yep. Like that's the range. Yeah. Right now it's, it's, yeah, it's not looking good. Uh, So player, one of the guys you actually mentioned, uh, Brandon, I wouldn't quite classify him as quite this filthy, but he's like a wide receiver three type conversation. I think George Pickens this week went up. Yes. Like it's, it's going to continue yes. the George pick and show until Deontay is back. What like, so in a couple of weeks, let's, let's hope and pray. Cause I have a ton of Deontay in my leagues. If Deontay Johnson is back, like is, is, is he going to be the number one target or is it going to be George yes. Pickens or is it, yeah, I think Deontay, right. Guy just demands the ball. I, mean, I think it's going to be, I think, I think some of the more weighted targets, if, if, if George Pickens can close mm-hmm. the deal in the red zone a little bit while Deontay's gone, I think some of that role could be pushed away from Deontay because he's just not a red zone guy. He really isn't. Um, well, in and, week one, Deontay got hurt, right? Yeah. And yeah. he ran, he, he only was on the field for 44% of the routes. His target share was only 2% less than Pickens. I know it. So Deontay was in the targets per route runner 26% in that game. Pickens was 15%. Yeah, I mean, week two, he obviously Pickens, you know, like Pickens is, is the guy. Until this is the back. time for but Pickens. I think when he comes baby. back. Yeah, I think when he comes back, it's still Deontay. I mean, Deontay is just such an elite targeter. Yeah. It's just constantly open. Cool. Are you are you selling George Pickens if he has a big game this week? Yes. If you can. Because he's not he, – like people believe in him even if Deontay comes back. Like he's a no. solo. I'm sell, I'm going to be trying to move him in Dynasty this the, in the next two weeks once he blows up here. I'm not selling him because I've never had him. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I have him in one league. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah, I, I think, yeah, he has a big week this week. Please definitely sell him. Definitely yeah. sell him. All right, boys, All right. We're, we're, we're bumping on an hour. That is a fantastic show. It flew by, Tron. We really, really appreciate it. It's a just nice having another Patriots fan on the show. It really oh, is. You it's understand my pain. Disgusting. You know, you I, I play golf pain. left-handed. It's like it's like playing with another lefty. You know, it's, it's something <laughs> you don't see too often. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Of course, guys, go check out Tron's content over at Jock Market, J-O-C-K-M-K-T.com, jockmarket.com. Buy and sell player stocks and make a little cash while you're doing it. A lot yeah, of fun. I just signed up. I just signed Place up. Some pick em up too. So. Play some pick them too. Yeah. Play some pick them. Play some pick them. Use code DFS Army, code DFS Army. Of course, what do we hail from? We hail from DFSArmy.com. I, I I I talk about this every single week. I feel like I'm a broken record. People think that it's, it's the same script. Every single week, we have our, our members cashing serious cash over at the DFS market. So DFSArmy.com. Go follow the link. See how you can get a, a, a free one-month trial and start winning your DFS lineups now. Listen, like... I, I'm not a big DFS guy, I will admit it, but I sucked at DFS before I started uh, doing content over here. So I get access to all the tools. You know, I like to wager a little bit on the side, and I'm actually uh, I'm, I'm positive for the first time in a very, very long time. So DFSArmy.com, go check it out. If you guys don't want to get nasty, you don't want to get dirty, just go to our cheat sheets. See some of the players that are, are that our experts are talking about. Of course, we love jock market we love dfsarmy.com so drone we got to have you back brother like we really appreciate Let's you do it on it's a very fresh perspective we'll get you on maybe in a, in a few weeks from here because yeah. listen i get you got family stuff so we got to figure out a time that works for everybody but 
that's it for the show. So, ladies right. and gentlemen, don't forget. Don't forget. There's an early London game tomorrow morning. So make sure you set your lineups if you're going to have players or get them the hell out of your lineup if you don't want any of those players in. So for Trone, for Brandon, I'm Flex Shane, and we are the DFS Army Fantasy Football Show. Good luck in week number four. Sheesh. Yeah,